man, welcome back to the gray space. I'm Zeke. That is Dre. Yepers. And we got another fire interview for you guys this week. Yes, we do. Y'all know what to do. Subscribe to become part of the tribe. Do us right. Hit that like and comment because you are rocking with the content. To all my listeners out there in the Apple, Spotify world, hit that five-star review, man. Y'all know what to do. Hit the link tree. Follow us everywhere. I get all, all that out the you way now. <laughs> now, we, we got a special guest in the building. Yeah, we do, man. And it was a surprise. It was a good surprise. It was a good, it was surprise, a good surprise. You know what I'm saying? Our guest today is a multifaceted, multi-talented entrepreneur out of St. Louis. He swung out the gate with his debut project, I'm That, then proceeded with The Haymaker with his follow-up project, The Holy Bible. His music is only the roots of his many branches, though. He is a motivational speaker, health and wellness coach, and podcast creator of Just a Thought, which is dope. I was checking it out. You spent some, spent some game on there. Uh, his message is simple. It is, well, we going to let him tell it. Uh, he touched down from the loo to give his journey and his story on the only place stories originate. We welcome Jarmel Reese to the gray space. What's up, brother? Man, welcome, welcome man, man. Welcome. Hey, dude, that intro was on point, I bro. It, man. Hey, I felt good. I was sitting over here like, man, you you accomplished a lot. You <laughs> made me feel good. So yeah, thank nice, you guys nice. for having me here, man. It's a pleasure um to be here for real. Yeah. Seriously, thank you so awesome. much. Yeah. So uh you you just touched down in town. Yeah. Um you know, it's it's gotta be a little little heat shock. Oh man! Hey, look, I tell you what, it's it's definitely different. So I'm coming from, um, so I'm I'm in Chicago. Okay. I'm in the, well, I'm in the Chicago land area. Okay. So actually, I'm actually living in Wisconsin right now. So I'm okay. like right outside the border, of Illinois. So I'm in Wisconsin called Kenosha. Okay. Okay. And it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We still wearing jackets yeah. back yeah. there, like you know, what I'm saying it's still like 54, 40 degrees. Oh, yeah, but I mean, it's starting to get nice in the sixties. Right. We're, right. Ex- <laughs> we're excited the about the sixties. Nice. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying we're excited yeah. about the sixties. Yeah. Yeah. I get off the plane, I got this hood on and all this stuff, and in the airport, it's just cold. Get outside, it's hot as hell. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I knew I was back in in the dry in the dry heat. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, it, it's it's not too crazy yet. Nah. Um. So let's get into it, man. Um. You know, Sonny hit us up, man. Yeah. And, and you know, you you touched down with the big bro TJ Super. Um, no doubt. And she was like, "Yo, I got this guy. You know what I'm saying? He's he's pretty dope. You okay. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Can we work something out? It's done. Yeah. And, uh, we started checking, you know, checking stuff out. I had seen some stuff previously, but um, as I went down the uh, the rabbit hole, if yeah. you will, um, so many uh, interesting things to uncover. Okay, mm-hmm. in a positive way. Okay, in a great okay. Way. okay. Come on. Uh, <laughs> for, first and foremost, let's let's just talk about kind of how you got into music and 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 really the roots of St. Louis because. As I was telling him last night, St. Louis is a funny place in this sense. It's low key like one of the meccas of hip hop. Yeah. That never gets talked about. Like yeah. there's so many mm-hmm. great, dope artists from the mainstream to even the battle rap world with A Verb and, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Holla. And so it's it, it's this place where it's like 
dope stuff comes out of there. Yeah. But it doesn't get talked about enough. Yeah. So talk about how you kind of came up in St. Louis and, and, and your music. Yeah. So like you talking about all those guys, like the Averbs, the Hitman Hollers, all that different type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like we all grew up around each other. Mm-hmm. So we all know each other. Like okay. all of us know each other. These battle, all these guys, you know what I'm saying? We've been doing this stuff for a long time. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's a it's a very competitive place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of things that go on. It's in, but it's a real hip hop scene and it's a melting pot because what it is is that we're in the middle of everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? We get the West Coast, we get the East Coast, we get the down South, mm-hmm. we get, and, and we're in the Midwest. And then you still, with the Midwest, you got Motown. Mm-hmm. So, we, so it's deeply rooted where people always talk about East Coast sampling heavy, but what were they sampling? They were sampling Midwest mu- music. They were. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm that saying? So that's a fact. That's, yep. that's exactly what it is. So if you really go into artists, this is all Midwest music. It is. And so, you know what I'm saying? Like, we get so caught up. In it, and, you know, you got Nelly. He did what? Like, crazy 20, 20 million. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you got Chingy. He came through there. Mm-hmm. You know what all I'm saying? Right. And then also, like, my, my last album was produced by the same producers that produced Chingy's album. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, we all in the same place right. where we're all like legends in this town. In right. Yeah. Exactly. And but exactly. we we don't even acknowledge each other because it's a lot of things that goes on within the community. Of course. That's why I think St. Louis doesn't get the you got Ike and Tina Turner come from St. Louis. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's St. Louis is a very Nat King Cole. Like, yeah. you know, you got a very serious music. It is. Chuck Berry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. St. Louis. It's, it's, it's a very serious it remind, place. It reminds me a lot of like, of like a Memphis. Yeah, you know it's, it's just like Memphis. It's just the, 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 the sounds that come out of there. Yep. Um, and some great music. So how did you really get into it like getting getting into the music scene man so um crazy part is i used to battle that's okay. how we got into nice. a battle okay, okay. All so right. you know what i'm saying we used to do battle and stuff or whatever so um like me and my friends we used to have this belt so we used to take take this wwf belt okay, okay. and we used yeah. to wrestle i mean yeah. we used to rap for the rap belt okay and it didn't matter where you go it started at school but it became a thing where like look if somebody's at the mall, mm-hmm. anywhere, somebody asks you to battle, you got to battle or you lose the belt. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it became a thing where we would just go from place to place, no matter where we had throughout the whole St. Louis area, just battling people mm-hmm. for the, with this belt. Okay. And so I just got off into it, man. And um, I loved it. I, I won a contest when I was like a kid. Spelt out my name rap, Rapping or some stuff And we went to, and, and the trip was To be able to win To go to the studio And record your own music okay. And so um, I got a chance To be able to get into A professional studio And I figured out There was something That I liked to be able to do And I liked it so much That I was like I want to take this stuff on And I, and I just never stopped Okay Never stopped I, I can't Think of a time that since I've been a kid that I've wanted to do anything else besides this. And it's led me to motivational speaking. It's led me to just different roads and different paths. You know what I mean? Music yeah. has saved my life. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's the real talk of it. It saved my life. Kept me out the streets. Kept mm-hmm. me doing a different bunch of different things. So, Do yeah. you still battle? Nah. <laughs> I didn't got, I didn't got, yeah, I didn't got out of the battle rap scene. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I, you know, because... You got a guys that are special with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a craft. It's oh, a craft, for sure. You know yeah. what I mean? And, it, and and even before before 
when I was growing up, it wasn't a craft. You know what I'm saying? We and then in St. Louis, that's where I started at. My my guy, he um that was in my group. His name is Big Will. He actually was the first person out of St. Louis to start battling. Mm-hmm. He won seven straight weeks on on 106 and Park. Okay. Mm. So that was the first introduction to St. Louis even battling. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so then after that, we started being able to see you start seeing the A verbs, the Hitman mm-hmm. hollers, all that stuff. So the ice packs. The, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So it all really originated from, you know what I'm saying, like a dude that was from St. Louis that was actually in my group and we that's what we used to do. We used to battle. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So when when was it I know you said when you got in the studio, but when was it that you was like, Okay, we need to take this to the next level and pursue this professionally? Because, you know, let's just let's just keep it funky. Everybody wants to spit a little bars when they go. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Everybody everybody got sixteen on them. At all times, from the ages of like eight to sixteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but when was it that you was like, you know, this is something that not only am I am I good at, but I want to take that passion and, and and really work towards something greater. Um, I think it was more so like we would. I was in a group. Okay. You know, this is when groups were popular. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and so we were in a group, and we would be doing these talent shows and we we did this talent show and man we like killed it Mm -hmm. to the point where we won like all these big packages and all these different things and then people started acknowledging us around like the St. Louis area and was like man you guys are rapping about lyrics you're doing this and then it started just being real when um, I started hitting the stages and people started asking who are you? I'd be on the radio stations and then it'd be like, who are you? People start recognizing me. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be out and it, it just became a thing where I was like, I looked up one moment, I was just following my dreams and then I looked up and it was like, people knew who you were and what it is that you do and I felt like it was the best way to be able to just get a message out. Okay. And that's what, you know what I'm saying, especially coming from the community that I was coming from because St. Louis actually, even though it's like this musically, it's a real tough place to grow up right, in. Right, right. You know, it's, um the, for the most of the time I was there, it was the motor, number one murder capital of the world. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, the, and the neighborhood that I grew up in was probably one of the worst ones in the actual city. So, you know, it was just always, once I figured something out, it was like, okay, I want to get out of this community and maybe this stuff can take me farther because it was winning us contests. And then it was, like I said, I won a contest in school mm-hmm. and it took me to a studio. I, we won contests doing this. It took us to music videos and then we won contests and it took us out of town and st- we started touring and doing music. And it was like, I can leave here. Yeah. I didn't I didn't That's important. Yeah, it was important because um, you know, I had seen the kid get killed at eleven years old and it changed my life. Right. And it made me want to to get out of there. Yeah. You know, and that's that's uh it was yeah, the music was the thing that, that took us and made us want that drive and go for something, you know. Okay. So yeah. So um kinda kinda fast forward into to present day. Mm-hmm. Um is have you always kind of taken a inspirational approach 
Because obviously, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, let's yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep it funky. You gotta keep it all the way No, 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 no. Because early on, it's, it's easy to, to to step into the realm of, of, of what's popular. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? This all started from that. Okay, obviously yeah. the battle rap and yeah, all that. Yeah, this yeah, all yeah, started yeah. from mm-hmm. this. You know what I'm saying? It all started from that. It all started from, you know what I'm saying? At the time, I was, I was, I was selling drugs. I was doing these different type of things. You know, if you go back and listen to my first albums or at first, it was always inspirational. I was always. Cause I grew up listening to Tupac, I grew up listening right. to Most Def, I grew up listening to Jay Z. Okay. I grew up listening to different type of people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I I knew that I could I could still be inspirational, but it was just me being in that community that I was rapping about what it was I was doing at the time, and so I looked at my music like a couple months ago. I was like listening to my first albums and listening to me talk about different things that was in the streets versus who I am now. Right. And so yeah, it started there. You know what I'm saying? Because I was rapping about what I knew. I knew right. I knew about selling drugs. I knew about what the police was doing inside of my community. I knew that we were struggling in that side of that community. I don't rap about that type of stuff no more because I'm not there. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right, That's right, not right. real. But I know what I know what's going on in the community. I know what what's needed inside of it. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? I think it's once you as an artist, the meta- metamorphosis as a man, you grow, and so it, it kind of it like when I hear mainstream artists not grow. Right, that's disturbing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's disturbing to me. I, I hate to hear that Ti say he's still selling dope. Right. Why? Why? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not I, I really. Yeah, it's not real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I really would like to hear about the rapping of you talking about you being an entrepreneur and how you set up these businesses because I'm I grew up with you. Right. So I want to grow with you. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just like if you hear, you know, like it's mental health music, and that's what I got to the place I got to start thinking. It was like, yo. This is becoming mental health music mm-hmm. because you're starting to see grown men talk about glorified lifestyle Mm -hmm. that they no longer even live just Mm -hmm. to be able to make a dollar that is Mm -hmm. disturbing right so uh i wanted to touch on something um you talked about like jay-z tupac and you know kind of growing up with that and do do you feel like hip-hop is in a good place right now uh or do you think it's kind of weird I kind of want to get your take on what you think hip-hop is right now. Well, I think hip-hop is in a great state. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really do, honestly. I think, I, to be honest, I think music is, is, is better than ever because you have so many different facets of artists that are able to do whatever they're able to mm-hmm. do. I couldn't do some of the stuff I, I'm able to do right now back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Do I think that we're oversaturated with a lot of the bull crap more than we are with the real stuff? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We gotta always remember, even though we had a song like Keep Your Head Up back then, we listen, but we had a song like Tootsie Roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we even though we had um, you like I said, you had these artists that'd be conscious. You had Uncle Luke. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you had, had duality. You had mm-hmm. it. You had duality. You, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. we would play a balance of both of them. Mm-hmm. And yes. I think nowadays it's just not a balance of both of them. It's more just this, and that's it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But it's inspiring. Like I, I like I said, and I keep on um, talking about it. I seen um, the Lil Durk and J Cole song, new song. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's inspiring mm-hmm. because you're seeing two different. 
facets of different type of rappers coming together and being like, hey, let's bring something big together. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? So I think music is in a great space where sometimes people think it's dead or they be like, yo, it's not this. It's just that it's no artist development anymore. Mm-hmm. So you're hearing a lot of undeveloped artists. Mm-hmm. They're fresh mm-hmm. and you're watching them grow up and you're being able to see them and then you're, you're being like, you know what? Nah, this ain't good. That's this a great good. way to put it. Mm-hmm. That That's is a really great good. Way yeah, to put it. yeah. <laughs> that is really good because I think it's so true. Because you're not getting the grooming process in in whatever kind of facet, right? Yep. It's just kind of being thrown at. Yep. Like technology today is crazy. It's thrown. Yeah, every day it's something new. Like, now we're in the AI phase. AI phase yep. can build you a beat. Yep. almost instantaneously, yes. right? Yes. and you might not be able to sing or rap or whatever. But you got the beat. You got the beat now. And yeah. now it's just like, oh, I'll do whatever I want and throw it out. You, you can know? put a feature together with Jay-Z sounding like Jay-Z in mm. AI on your stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's getting crazy. It's getting crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's getting really crazy. But but the but the artist development piece, you know, is 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 missing out of music. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and, like, I was telling somebody the other day, they were talking about, like, you're like, our oh, music is is deceitful. The, the record labels are doing this and record. I was like, dude, the, the music industry doesn't even exist. What are you talking about? Record yeah. labels. Not like it used to. They, that's for sure. They haven't right. even. Yeah, they haven't been. It's us doing this now. Yeah, it is. It's, it's us it's doing It's primarily just Social independent. Media, yeah. Yes, yeah. Independent. It's all independent. Yeah. yeah. For the, the rec- most part, it's. It like 99% independent. Absolutely. Yeah. The record labels got rid of their writers. Mm-hmm. They got rid of their artist development programs. Mm-hmm. They got rid of this stuff probably about 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. So now the music that's being pushed out and being towards the home and the communities and doing this stuff is strictly made by all the independent artists who adapted um, or adopted all the stuff that was negative mm-hmm. with hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So you got your new project coming up. Uh, Tell us about tell us about it. Yeah, so um, I got a new album coming out. It's called Free, mm-hmm. and it will be absolutely free. Okay, okay. because you know what I'm saying I was uh, you know music has evolved so much that you can't sell music like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't want, I I don't want to cut you off, but I want everybody to know what free stands for. Free. Okay. Absolutely. Food, resource, education, and energy. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that we are being taken that, that should be for free that we have to pay for. And those are the things that keep people held back. Mm-hmm. Food, resources, energy, and the education. Mm-hmm. That's fire. So, you know what I'm saying? That I was, love that. Yeah, so that's what the, the album meaning is. And instead of um, we're going to give the album away for free, but you'll be able to get a course on the back end of it, right? And the course will be able to help um, deal with mental health issues, habits, breaking this, breaking this, doing these things, helping people with breathing exercises, being able to help you become the best entrepreneur that you can actually become. So the course will be sold for like 40 bucks. You get a T-shirt, you get the album, um, you get then you get the album for free, you get all these things, and you can be a member as well. And you know what okay. I'm saying? Like really come along with an experience to be mm. able to try to change yourself as a, as a human being. Right. I think that's what this is about for me. It's like helping better human beings. Yes. Yeah. So I love that. And, and when, it, when is this dropping? Well, I'm thinking. Do, I'm thinking. Or do you have a release? I was going to say I don't have a release date yet. Okay. I'm th- but I'm thinking late June. 
um, early July. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, right. The first app, the first single is out right now, which is called Wake mm. Up Call. Mm-hmm. And so I've been pushing that and promoting mm-hmm. that. And um, we've been inside the schools and doing tours and talking to kids and stuff like that. And so um, the, the approach that I'm taking in selling the album is a totally different way from selling albums yeah mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm, and, and even getting off of Spotify's and different things like that mm-hmm. from the standpoint of being able to show people how to be able to touch people yourself mm-hmm. through your own email list and being able to capture your own audiences and stuff like that so we're kind of going to funnel them in a different type of way mm-hmm. where we're going to build it in a course but also building the album and showing us how to you know do something different yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I gotta I, I just put a lot in the box and so all that stuff's in the box. So I'm gonna start to unpack all of that. That's right what now. I'm talking about. So so now I could be able to give out, you know, now I'm able to say, hey, okay, I had three, four albums. I got different albums. I can give them away and pack them. Right, mm-hmm. right. And that's what I love about this generation. Yeah. Couldn't do that back then. I wanted I would have had to go and sign with a mm-hmm. record label who would have tried to get money off of that. Now okay, yeah. yeah. Now I could be able to I can profit share, or I can mm-hmm. do this, or I can do that. I can do so many different things. So when we say hip hop is in a bad place, I think music in general and life in general is in a better place than it's ever been with the technology if you use it properly. Correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I want to piggyback off of, because I want to get into everything else, but I think it's very important that we don't leave the music quite, quite where it's at yet because... Yeah. To your point, you got the single. Mm -hmm. And doubling down on the fact that you're creating um, a package deal that's going to offer what you do in your your other career fields um, simultaneously into that. And then you have the single wake-up call, which I thought was was very – it was was two I words. It was very interesting and intentional. Uh, And and I think (laughs) – your music, as as even if you get to scroll back a little bit, those words can be applied to your music as a whole. Mm-hmm. And in this sense, you're not a gospel rapper. Mm-hmm. You are a spiritual rapper, uh, artist. And I think that is an incredible, another eye, um, path mm-hmm. to take because we know in hip-hop it's very, very... Um, Segregated in the sense where you've got this type of rap, gospel rap, and then you've got conscious rap, mm-hmm. which is somewhat kind of in the middle of both, yep, right? Yeah. But a spiritual way of doing it, I don't think is has really been done the way that you're doing it. Um, in wake up call, you know, you come out the gate, man. I ain't don't call. I ain't like these niggas. Don't call me. And, yeah. and <clears throat> when you hear, when you think spiritual, you're like, oh, we we, mm-hmm. we we cursing up in here. We, yeah. we you know what I'm saying, yeah. but. I think that's real because people need to have that again the duality yep. of I am a flawed human being yep. who's trying to get there. So I really want you to speak to the spiritual side of your music, bro, because yeah. it, it's, it's it's lovely, man. Appreciate it really it. is, bro. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it, appreciate it. So you know what I'm saying? It's more so like it's like exactly what you said. It's it's, it's not at first when I was doing this. 
people thought it was Christian or they thought it was gospel. Right. And it was like, nah, it's not gospel at all. It's, 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 it's knowing that it's something else besides me that's leading me. No, it's spiritual. It's not anything else outside of that. And so, it, it, like you said, I come from that street background. Right. I come from a street. I come from that. So if the music is going to be made, it got to be, it got to hit. Mm-hmm. It got to mm-hmm. hit hard and it can't be soft. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 a, I'm a man. I go through things all the time. I curse. I'm flawed. I, I, you know what I'm saying? To, to the world, I'm flawed, but I'm perfect. Exactly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. To be if I curse and I'm saying fuck it, it is what it is. At that particular mm-hmm. time, that's what it was. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't. It yeah. wasn't. I thought about what I said before I said it. I right. didn't. You know what I mean? I'm not going back to apologize for something that I said at that particular time because I thought about it. Mm-hmm. And if I said something to somebody to offend them at that time, I thought about it. Mm-hmm. It probably was. You know, and and that's what it was, and so the music has to be. I feel like a lot of people who come from the hip hop world, then they go gospel. They lose so much of their edge, mm-hmm. and they 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 become just this this thing of you know trying to be able to appease these people. Mm-hmm. And the reality of it is, is nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to appease anybody. I'm not trying to make anybody happy when they hear my music. I want people to be able to understand that um, this is real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, like you said, it's it, like going down the album. You got wake up call. I got a song called um, "Peace and Blessings" where I'm talking about um, pretty much my my struggles as a father, my struggles as um, thinking about committing suicide with just things that then happened in life, you know what I'm saying? And just all these different things and, and talking about including meditation and yoga and doing these different things that people in my community usually don't see or do. They think mm-hmm. it's, I, I, I joke with my friends, she, we always talk about this, like 60 year old white women do yoga. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. what they think. Right. That's, what, that's, <laughs> what, that's, what, that's, what, that's the yeah. automatic thinking. Yeah. Right. But, it is the most curing thing or the most healing thing that we can actually have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mushrooms. We get away from, you know what I'm saying? We In the black community, you tell them you take mushrooms, somebody gonna be like, man, something wrong with you. <laughs> you crazy. You don't even mess with them white boys. You get crazy. Nah, dude. Just act. Mushrooms have are, are a, a known thing to be able to help with mental health. I think if black people embrace or people of color Let's just say that people of color embraced um, mushrooms and stuff like that. It will be that type of, you know what I'm saying, as far as we could do that. So my music is is more healing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm always, I'm rapping about the things that I felt like that healed me and helped me be able to get to this place, man. And I want people to be able to enjoy it. But I don't want them to be snored to sleep. I want them to have fun. Mm, yeah. 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 And, and, and I'm going to tell you, listening to Wake Up Call on the phone. Like through the phone, don't do it. No justice. Slap that boy in the in, in yeah. like slap that on some goods with yeah. the whip. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And your mm-hmm. house speakers, whatever. Like when I heard it through the speakers, I was like, oh, oh wait, 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 wait a whole different song. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, a whole, it's different. Like the baseline, and I was like, where was that at? You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, beautiful man, and I and I love it because again, man, it's 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 it really is what's needed. Yeah. To your point. Thank you. Um. And excited for this album. Um, let's get into the other stuff, though, man. Because I want to real quick. I, okay. I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got to prop you up for the, for doing something like this, man. Because um, 
I, I'm one of my end sayings, you know, we'll get to it. It's a, a stay safe, stay positive, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think positivity can look so many different ways. It's not about being happy. Yeah. It's about the thought process. Yes, sir. You know, and I don't think it's talked about enough. Yeah. I really don't. I, You know, you might see videos, you might see music, but it doesn't necessarily hit like what you're going for. And I, I really do appreciate that. And it's just, you know, there's so many things negative about this, this world yeah. and that we get caught up in. And I, I, I want to I want to say something, and I, I do want to transition actually yeah. into you know your coaching and all this mm -hmm. other stuff, you know, because I, I kind of want to get your opinion on something I've been kind of going through lately. Is it's not necessarily what's out there; you can take it in, mm -hmm. but what gets in your own yeah. way, and I think that is the biggest hurdle I have to get around at the yeah. moment in present moment of myself yeah is me yes. getting in myself i think i am my worst own enemy Ooh. more than anything, anything else yep. because i would take this podcast I, I mean you know what i mean like i want to grow it but i could get in my own way yep you know what i mean yeah it doesn't matter what anybody else says you guys are terrible whatever it doesn't matter right but I'll get in my own way. Yep. And I think it's so like we we set barriers in front of ourselves and we have to get over them. And I, I want to get your kind of opinion on that, like uh, being our own worst enemy. Yeah. So you know what? In, in one of the courses that we got going on is, 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 is called um, self-image. Mm. And, you know, I think the the main thing is is our self-image of ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We... we, we we're given a self-image of ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? From from birth, you were given that name. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You were told that you were this way. Mm -hmm. You were told that you were going to be this way. Your parents pretty much had your life set up for you. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. But then when you rebel against that, then your, problem, your parents think it's a problem. And then you think it's a problem. Mm -hmm. Because now you're, you're judging yourself. You're like, this isn't what I wanted to do. Right, but they told yeah. me this is what I should do. Right, and right. And, and, and then that wrestle comes in. And so then you find yourself always doing other things to make sure that everybody else is happy. Mm -hmm. and, and and I think that what we do in, in life is, is that we learn how to give love, mm. but we don't know how to receive. Mm. That is so true. And yeah. that's the block that keeps us standing in our way. That's mm. a fact. Because we can't even receive the fact that, you know what? I am good at what I'm doing. Mm. I am this at what I'm doing. I'm this. You're hearing, no, you're not capable of doing that. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be doing that. Mm -hmm. You can't podcast. Why you got starting a podcast? Mm -hmm. It's a bad idea. Mm -hmm. Because you heard it from somebody who had got it and tried a podcast and it didn't work. Right. And they stopped. And they stopped. They stopped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not knowing that you know what? That stopping is delaying you from your purpose. Mm -hmm. Keep going. Yes. What if you you didn't start off with this board? No. No. You didn't start off with these mics. Mm -mm. Nope. You didn't start off with those cameras. Damn right. sure did. No. <laughs> Damn no. sure did. But but you'll still judge yourself. Yeah. And mm -hmm. be like, I'm not at that place where this podcast. Well, how big do you want this podcast to be? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then now you gotta start thinking about that in your mind and start being able to wrap your mind around that part of life mm -hmm. and get caught up in that. 
Mm-hmm. I think we get too caught up. It's so easy to pay attention to negativity. It is. Yeah. You get so I I I've had to learn how to be able to cut off people that talk about it. Mm. Mm. Because it's 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 not conducive to us. I that's go. hard too. Yeah, that's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because 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 most of the time the people that are negative are the people closest to you. Ah oh, man, it, you know it's 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 what what I seen this clip of Rick Ross and uh, he said the ninety percent don't mess with you to the ten percent. Yeah, don't. yeah. And that's a fact. And, and the ten percent that mess with you, it don't be the ten percent around t- you. Nope, nope. Mm-hmm. It's always some rando bandos that's sitting over here. It's like, hey, that's a. I like what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Then now, oh man, oh yeah, Jarmel, man, you 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 killing it, man. I been knew you could do it. Right, right. I right. saw you. Yeah, yeah. That's what you was doing. You hey, were man, you got tickets, man. You yep. gonna pull up to the next one? Yeah, man. You, you know where to get them. Yeah, where everybody else get them. Where everybody else get them. That's just, that's how I go. That's how I go. Where everybody right. else get them. Yeah. But you, but you know what that is? You know, I learned that's that's that that's their fear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. they 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 fear. They fear for you doing that because they they're like, hey, don't keep doing that. Hey, Jamel, don't step out in that water. Mm-hmm. Don't step out in that water. You gonna drown? Jamel, oh, you you swimming? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jamel, don't keep going that far. You go, you gonna drown? Oh, oh, you swimming? Oh, so then you start swimming and they like, that's my boy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. just a minute ago, it was like, get your ass back out. Right. You can't swim. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right. And so, you know, it's just that fear. I think it's more that fear. And I've had to learn how to be able to, you know what I'm saying? Like, understand that my family, some of the people in my family aren't healed from their own traumas. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, what we do is we transfer trauma. Mm-hmm. We live in a transfer trauma world all the time. I tell my daughter, because she's 15, and they, they deal with peer pressure more than anything. Oh, man. And so I tell her, I'll be like, you know, what it is is that you kids are going home, right? Trying to be adults. Your ki- their, their, their parents go off on them, curse them out, do this, treat them, mis- mistreat them. And then you know what those kids do? They come to school and mistreat other kids. Yes. And they just pass it along. It's a disease mm-hmm. that's being passed on further and further along. And, you know, it's taking people's self-confidence. And I think that's what we've, we've done a good job at taking each other's self-confidence to the point where being even a comedian isn't even fun anymore because everybody's getting sensitive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I think this is the worst thing ever. I, I, I do, too. It is terrible. We have no... Um, we have so much not of self, uh, so much of a self image problem that anything that somebody says about us is a problem. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I agree. Yeah. I want to talk to something else that you, you you talk about quite a bit, and I think is mad important because it is something that every single one of us deals with at some point. Um, autopilot. Mm. And. Let me tell you something, brother. It is, as you know, it's it don't matter where you come from, what you've been through. Um, it is the easiest thing. And I think honestly, I think the less, I don't want to say the less you go through, but it, it's just the way the world is, right? Um, and especially as a man. Yeah. Especially as a man, because you 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 are told this is the way, this is how to provide. Yes. And, bop, 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 and this is how this is how we deem you successful. Yeah. Um, and in that, you can get caught up. Um, and you can lose a little sense of yourself and, and, and drive of what you want to do. And it's hard to say, 
man, I'm going to struggle so that I don't have to be on autopilot and I get to fly my own plane that I built that that's, that has the, the specifications that I put in there. Talk to us about this because you, you talk about it so well. I'm not doing it any justice. Talk to us about your feelings on people just living in autopilot. Yeah. Um, man, that that is like the major thing for people. You know, it's like a, you know, reverting back to the past to be able mm-hmm. to feel comfortable about mm-hmm. things. You know, it's just the same thing. It's like, you know, no matter how good you are able to get to a certain place, people are going to always try to bring you back down because they. it's not even that they're trying to bring you back down. It's the way that they could be able to comfortably be able to talk to you because they're on that autopilot. Mm-hmm. They don't have anything else going on new in their lives. Mm-hmm. So, you, you you know, if a person sometimes works at a job for 19 years, and I always say this, please don't get offended for what I'm saying. Because, I, you know, if you're working at a job that you love doing and that you're happy at and you're doing that, that is perfectly fine. I yes. think it's perfectly fine. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But also understanding that you need to be able to build new healthy habits because you're running on a autopilot program you take the same way to work every day for the last 19 years you do the same things on time you talk gossip do the same things you know get off to work at the same time it's 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 in life you're either staying still or you're progressively moving forward Mm -hmm. and if you're not having new experiences you're staying still yeah, you stand still. It's period. It's yeah. not. It's not anything different happening at the job or anything happening different in there that is being stuck. Yeah, and so you are being moved. You know what I mean? You are. You're not moving. So what happens is, is those people stay on autopilot. Yep. And they and they don't even know that they're on autopilot because they're comfortable. You know. You hear so many people say, "Man, I got my job. Man, I'm comfortable." Mm-hmm. Well, it feels good. Because you're not going anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. But the one thing about feeling so good that you're not going anywhere, that means you're not growing. Exactly. Right. You're still having the same experiences. Mm-hmm. And life is about experiencing things. It's about mm-hmm. being able to hear no. It's about being able to go out and go and get s- slung around and being able to learn lessons. We were just talking about when we was at um at TJ's spot. And he was like, you know, um, man, people just... They scared. They scared to take a, a however many tools are in your toolbox mm-hmm. are the things that you can use, mm-hmm. right? But if you're not having experiences, what tools can you use? Yeah. You don't have anything. That's a fact. And, mm-hmm. and so you know, and and then also we living in the we live in the um, I know generation. Man, I know, I know. Because you can go and look it up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And so now you think you know more than me. Yeah. I'm not telling you something I know. I'm telling you something I've experienced. Mm. Mm. It's difference between me telling you something mm. I know versus something I experienced. Yes. I can know that LeBron James wears a shot size 17 shoe or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's 17. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but, don't quote us on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But until I see it, it you know, it, it's not an experience. I haven't seen LeBron James. It's not my experience. Somebody told me. Right. It's not my experience. Mm-hmm. I still haven't had the experience. And until you have the experience, you can't go off of other people's experiences. Yeah. And I think that's what that autopilot, it allows people to be comfortable living in other people's experience, especially with our cell phones. Yeah. It's worse. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. 
Mm-hmm. We, we used to have to go out and get experiences. Mm-hmm. You used to have to go outside and go and learn some stuff about life. Mm-hmm. Now you can build a whole business on your damn cell phone, never have to talk to anybody mm-hmm. and be a straight, just no experiences. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that's where that autopilot, man, it's so hard. It's so hard to break, man. And, and to be honest, if you plan on moving further in your life, you have to learn how to just to be able to accept that some people are going to talk to you about the same things and love mm-hmm. them right there. And don't judge them. You know, I talk to people, a lot of people, I don't want to say who, I talk to a lot of people and like, do we talk about the same mm. things a lot. Mm-hmm. And I find myself doing it because I love them. And the thing of it is, is that you, you once you reach new ceilings, you can't, you're not relatable to those conversations anymore. Yes. You're not. But yes. you still want to talk to your mom. Mm-hmm. You love her. You still want to talk to your brother. So you find a compromise in it. Don't stay with him so long. Just mm-hmm. don't get, when it becomes too toxic for you, get out of there. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you got to listen to it because that's where they at. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> I want to talk. Yeah, you go ahead. I got to take this all in, man. You go ahead, man. The autopilot thing is very interesting, and and it, it, because I this sounds weird, maybe to a lot of people, but I like hurdles. Yeah. Right. I like roadblocks. Yeah. And the reason is is because I want to get over. Yes. And you know, there's being stagnant can be okay for a certain amount of time right like okay everything's good for i mean pick a time a day whatever right and you're like okay cool and sometimes you need that Mm -hmm. you know and for mental purposes whatever but i i tell you what man there is there is nothing more frustrating but also more rewarding when something is you are confronted with the situation right no matter what it is, mm-hmm. you, you maybe seem Mount Everest to get over that hurdle. Yeah. But it is so rewarding getting over that because once you learned that, you already have it. Your tool yes. set you were yes. just talking about, yes. right? Yes. Having that tool set and pulling it out of your bag and going, man, I thought that thing was Mount Everest. Yeah. Nah, it's just a little bump. I got the tool for that. T- I'll go right over that yep. thing. No problem. Yeah. That's why I like hurdles. I, I think a lot of people struggle with those, yeah. you know, and and getting over certain things. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to kind of talk to you about, like, meditation and stuff, too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And because do you feel like that's a good tool to use to get over certain things, to kind of slow your brain down? get to think about, okay, what's my next move? You know, stuff like that. Absolutely, man. I mean, to be honest with you, tell the truth, meditation changed, saved my life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I told like, it was one of those things where it's like how hip hop saved my life, got me out of the city to be able to have different experiences. So with that, one of those experiences that I learned was is I, I I met somebody who taught me how to do yoga, meditation, and breathing, and breath exercises, and stuff like that. And it just changed. You know, it slowed my mind down. Mm-hmm. I had to go, you know, the one thing about the self-image is the brain. So the brain, the, the if I tell somebody to draw a picture of their brain, right, mm-hmm. most likely they will probably draw, um, or I tell them to draw a picture of their mind. Mm. I tell you, draw a picture of your mind. 
they most likely would draw a brain. Right. Because they identify. But the the mind is an activity. Yes. The mm-hmm. brain is a is another thing. It's not even the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so what what you do in meditation is it slows down the activity and you change up the vibration. And so now instead of those activities that are running, those negative thoughts that are running through your head, you're able to go back and go and deal with that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've been in, um, you know, I've been in, held up at gunpoint. And at, at, at one point in time when I was living in St. Louis, it was hard for me to be able to go around people because I didn't know who did it to me. So I was very... Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of anxiety when I walked in rooms, when I did shows, and my name would be on flyers even after this. So it, it, it freaked me out. And so I had to learn how to be able to like go back to that situation through meditation, right? Mm-hmm. And learn that it was okay. Because that was actually another tool that helped me be able to be like, sit here with you guys calmly. Mm. You know, to mm-hmm. be able to have this type of presence in what it is. You know, sometimes you think the worst things that happen to you are you are are the worst things that happen to you, right. but they are actually the best things that could ever possibly happen to you. So, and I'm like how you are. I run towards go. I run towards things now. I don't run away from anything. I've had to learn how to be able to run towards things because that anxiety of build up in your chest. Mm-hmm. And either you gonna it, it, it say p- pressure bus pipes, right? So either now you are gonna either move forward or you or stay stagnant in fear, right? And mm-hmm. you don't learn nothing from staying stagnant in fear. I rather mess up to where people say a hundred times. I rather mess up, but every time they think I messed up, I got a new tool. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so now what I'm doing is as soon as I get to that destination, it's like you said, oh. I could pull those keys out now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could pull mm-hmm. that key out now. That key was, I, it's like a playing a video game. Mm-hmm. I got that key on board one, but it's for board 12 or yeah. board 13. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a good analogy, yeah. actually. I didn't really. know that it was yeah. going to be yeah, used for, sure. for this board, but yeah, yeah I got it. And mm-hmm. I was always looking at it when I'm going through the boards, like, where the hell I got this thing? Right. Yep. That's a great analogy. Um, I want to I, I wanna stay there too, man, because. Um, I have got I have recently gotten back into it, and I got away from it f- uh, for a couple months. Or I was re- re- really, I wasn't I wasn't consistent enough. Yeah, with the meditation, he knows I was really on it, like tough, heavy. Mm-hmm. And so I really been getting back into it, and just I noticed like again slowing everything down, like just going through your day. Yeah, sitting back and really dissecting your day because a lot of times you'll hold on to that stuff and then you got to move through the next day but you still holding on to yesterday's packages you know what i'm saying <sighs> yesterday's baggage and and that's it's difficult cuz we want we want to hold on to stuff yeah. we don't know that we do but we really be we oh, love yeah. to hold on oh, to stuff yeah. oh yeah you know what i'm saying we, we are petty we like to stay mad oh yeah you know what i'm saying oh yeah i'm still mad at my wife from yesterday i See? love her you know yeah. what I'm saying? no doubt no doubt <laughs> That's a whole different ball game. You gonna need that. You yeah, gonna need yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you gonna nah, need that. <laughs> but and, and even as a father, man, um, you know, kind of going back to to what you were saying about you have to go through it. You have to go through those hard things because same thing. You know, I tell my daughter all the time is like, you know, she's in sports and uh, she's she's fourteen, mm-hmm. around the same age, and you know. 
she looks at things and it's just like everything's so difficult everything's so difficult and it's like yes but it's supposed to be that way yeah. and a lot of times as we know you can go what you'll always find out is that nothing is as bad as you thought it was gonna be man mm-hmm. say that again you know what I mean yeah. like sometimes so you look at yes. something and it looks so impossible true. yeah and then you get out of it and you like that was it yeah mm-hmm. you know what I mean you want more you looking for more and yeah. it went no more it wasn't right. nothing else yep and and so you know talk talk to us about um you know really what you what you do on the the life coaching and, and the mental health because again man to your point it's, it's it is something that is majorly needed yeah um in the black community yeah um and and in any type of minority, my you know, quote unquote minority community, um, but also for men, man, because brothers be going through some stuff, you know what man, I'm saying? Dude. And don't want to talk about it and just don't want to talk about it. Dude. Don't know that they have the resources, you know what I'm saying? So talk to us about kind of what you what you do on that side of things. Yeah, so you know, a lot of the stuff, man, just making people have to understand that, you know what, you gotta deal with it. Because mm-hmm. it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Either you're going to deal with it or you're not, you know, and if not, you're still going to be there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so a lot of this stuff just it just goes back down to just um, wanting to heal, man. And we just take a step where it's like, okay, <clears throat> excuse me. I remember when I'm a father mm-hmm. and I'm, I've been married before. I've, I've, I've been in a marriage. I have three children by two different women. Two different women. One, one, one point in time, I was another person with the oldest child's mother, and at another point, I was another one with my wife at the time, you know? And so I know those pressures of how it feels to be a man <clears throat> that you're supposed to provide. You're supposed to do this. And then I'm not supposed to say anything unless the kids got conflict. I'm not supposed to be I'm I'm always got to be the disciplinarian. So then my my kids know me as like, well, I'm gonna call your daddy. So I'm looked at as this evil person that they got to call to rule over them every time. And it it was just it was it was a it was a lot. And I had to learn that you know what? Um for all these people that I love, I am not here for them to love me while I'm here. I'm he- I'm going. I'm here for them to learn something to experience me, mm. because I want them to all to still to be able to live with or without me. Mm. And I'm not teaching them how to live with me. I'm teaching them how to live without me, especially my kids. And even at that time, my wife, you know, I'm t- I'm not. We're, we're here to experience each other. We're not here to be um, to be an attachment and clingy and think that we got each other for the rest of our lives. If we're not waking up every day and not enjoying our experience with each other, I want you to go and be the best version of yourself and go be happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. And you don't have to fight me to do it either. Mm-hmm. You can just go and do that because I understand that this is. There's no such thing as forever relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all preparing the next person for their next relationship. So when you're with your wife, you're with your wife, you prepare her for a next relationship. Who, whoever's going to pass first, if you pass, 
she's going to be in another relationship probably. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And she's going to be able, she's going to have to know how to be a better wife for that person too. And you have to, you have to be realistically knowing that that's what you're training these people for your kids to be able to be a better parent because you're going to leave ultimately. Right. And so I think that's not enough. That's where we get so like caught up. We're not, we're, we're not experiencing each other. Right. We're taking each other for granted. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we're attached to each other. Mm-hmm. That's my daddy. He's not yours. He's a person. That's why people always want independence. That's why people always want, they don't want to be told you're mine. Mm. They don't want that. That's why when you got a woman and you try to try to call her all the time, it's like they say nice guys finish last. Mm-hmm. You call her all the time. You trying to see what's going on with her, do all this stuff. She's not going to like you. But it's when you give her space mm-hmm. because we're all little mini planets. And mm. we require space. Mm-hmm. We don't require attachment. Mm. And when you're attaching to somebody and you're doing that stuff, they they like, I don't I don't want to feel like this. Right, right. Mm-hmm. They get tight. Yeah, yeah. And so you know that's I I think learning to be able to separate, knowing that we are all unconditional love, mm-hmm. and you have to give unconditional love no matter what. If your kids want to be able to do something and figure that out, they got to figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't have this thing where it's like, no, you're my kid. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. Huh. And so I think that's just letting go and attachment. We've, we've, we, we've gotten unconditional love and attachment mixed up. We think we got to be possessive in love when mm. you're born in love. Mm-hmm. So why do you have to go out and try to be something you were born and made in? Right. Just right. be it. That's yeah. why. That's why the good relationships are when you just with somebody yeah. and you chilling. Mm-hmm. It ain't the person that's calling you 20, 30, 40 mm-hmm. times a day because they're trying to make you love them. Mm-hmm. You don't have to make anybody love you. They were made in love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the craziest thing. True. They are love. You're mm-hmm. in love. You just haven't re- haven't received it. Right. You don't receive yeah. it. You don't like the way that they giving you love because you don't know how to accept it because you were told, you were taught how to give love, not how to receive it. Yeah, it goes back to your first point. Go yeah. back to the yeah. yeah, full circle. Full circle. I love it, man. That was that's awesome, man. Um, I'm, I'm gonna get off of because uh, man, I could talk to you forever about no doubt mental health, no and, doubt, and, and no doubt. You know, you know, uh, I, I just love this that topic because yeah. I think there's so much to unpack. You know about people's personalities. You know. He was talking about men and, you know, just relationships, yeah. all kinds of different stuff. I want to talk about your shoes. Yes. And I know people can't see them, but they are amazing. They're like gold. I appreciate they, they, it. They are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe you take these <laughs> shoes off and show them. You don't them, have man. to. You don't have yeah, to. Yeah. But um, no, you, make your own or something. Yeah, yeah. you make your own shoes, yes. correct? Yes. So yes. T- tell us about that, man, because yeah. I, I find this really interesting, man. Yeah. This is cool. So, you know what I'm saying? Even, too, like I say, man, I'm, I'm trying to create a whole lifestyle out here. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? Now, it's, it, the whole spiritual thing is a, is a lifestyle. You know, I, I think the spiritual part of, um, like you said, music and all this stuff, it's like, it's always got to be something that's not good. Mm-hmm. No, nah, we like to wear nice clothes. Mm-hmm. We like the nice wear dudes different type of stuff. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let's make a let's make a clothing line. You mm-hmm. know, let's make a whole clothing line. And um, I call it the Nine Collection. Okay. So um, the Nine Collection, my kids are three years apart. 
three mm. six nine so that's that's the nine collection I and I so love that. you know what i'm saying and yeah. then my um my life path number is um in spirituality is nine okay. which, which is beginnings and ends so so beginnings and endings and so i'm i'm always about beginnings and endings so mm-hmm. i was like man the closing is the nine collection um i've been selling shoes for like the last two two years okay. i've sold um man i probably sold like over 20 30 pair of these shoes independently pushing okay. them but um also right now i'm getting ready to these new ones that i got out they're called the i am nine gods and so we're getting ready to run a, um, a raffle on them. Okay. So I'm gonna do a raffle for 15 bucks. Mm. You can get into the raffle for 15 bucks. I'll be running it into July. And so you guys need to get some tickets too. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah for sure. A, yeah, you need yeah, to get yeah. some tickets, you know what I'm saying? And get you some shoes. And you can be able to, anybody could be able to win a pair of nine guys for $15. These are $500 pair of shoes. That I'm giving away for fifteen dollars, so Let's you go. got the opportunity to be able to win for fifteen dollars. So where do you go? So you go to jarmelreese.live, and I'll be giving out the links as well. Uh, we we're gonna start running at the beginning of June, so mm. I'll be giving out the links soon. But um, jarmelreese.live, and so yeah, man, it's gonna be crazy. I, I I love all the whole thing of just being able to be an artist. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's why I said, man, <clears throat> it'd be multifaceted, multi-talented. You know what I'm saying, and and bro, I I really love what you're doing. Um, it it, it really is. It's 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 a freaking breath of fresh air, man. It, it really is, is yeah. man. Like, it. Yeah, it is. we get a lot of the same, a lot of the same um, stories, and not you know, I'm not saying here on the podcast. I'm saying just in general, yeah, of what we're able to consume. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, and mm-hmm. um, especially through social media, you know. We get a lot of the same messages. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, mm. and whether whether positive or not, everybody's pushing is everybody's pushing the same product. Yeah, but it doesn't doesn't matter which side the uh, side of the corner. Everybody pushing trauma. Something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's good to have um, not you know a brother man like you know a brother really coming in and being that that role model. You know what I'm saying, and and having that message because not only do you know our youngest need it. But we need it. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? We need it as adults as well. You know what I mean? We're, we're like you said, we got to be constantly growing. So yeah. I appreciate you, man. Is there anything um, that we missed that you want to, you know, talk about? Anything that before we get on out of here? I don't, I don't, I don't nah, want to nah, leave nah. all the stones turned. You know nah, what I'm saying? I think, I think everything is good, man. Like I said, we got the album coming out um, pretty soon. It's um, at the end of um, June. Put the album out. It's called Free. Mm-hmm. Um, freeze be coming soon we got the the um the raffle everything's pretty good man we got we touched everything and then just stay tuned to jormelreese.live man it's gonna be a lot of things we got the podcast just a thought we do that every wednesday at 7 30 so actually man maybe we, what we could do is, is we get together and you guys can come on my podcast oh sure. yeah man and, for uh, sure yeah we can get together and do some stuff like that and you know, man, just paying attention to everything that Jarmel Reese. It'll be coming real soon, man. I'm I'm excited. Hitting tours, being able to go into schools and talk to kids, and um, we'll be doing a lot of stuff where we'll do some book bag giveaway, backpacks, doing a bunch of different community stuff, and you know, just showing people that man, you know, we can make music in a positive light, and it doesn't have to offend anybody. And mm-hmm. it, it can still hit hard, and and Grandma could be able to walk in the room and feel comfortable okay. where she ain't being called out her name. And 
and being disrespected and you know what I'm saying and the kids can still walk away and feel like you know what I can go be something mm-hmm. not that they being taken away from so you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. so yeah just stay tuned man everything okay. Jarmel Reese okay yeah. Jar- Jarmel Reese dot live Jarmel Reese dot live that's J-A-R-M-E-L Reese R-E-E-C-E dot live yep Man, I, I really appreciate you coming on, man. For and sure. you know what? We would love to come on your podcast. Yes. And also want to have an open invitation, man. Whenever you're back in town, please For come sure. back through, man. Absolutely. And we could just talk about whatever. whatever. You know, yeah. you know, I mean, know, mental health stuff. I mean, it doesn't have to be music. It could be the music. It could be whatever. I mean, this is a joy. This is a. It's just a fantastic talking to you, man. I, I really do appreciate conversations like this, man. Uh, they are kind of rare, in, you know, yeah. just in the outside world, you know, where we don't get a lot of this. And it kind of piggybacking off of what Dre said, yeah. you know, uh, it's just, it is. It's a breath of fresh air. And, and I just really enjoyed it, man. And, uh, yeah, please come back, man. Oh, man, done deal, bro. <laughs> I, I, this was a breath of fresh air for me. I, like I said, man, you guys, I love the studio. I love what you're doing, man. Hey, keep on going. It's, this is getting ready to be real big for you, brothers. And, and you know what I'm saying? Man. I, I, I can't wait to be a part of it. So it's it's, it's, it's super dope to see, for real. Awesome, for real, bro. You know we're going to have all these links. Mm-hmm. It's not here now, but magically it's going to be there. Y'all know how I do it. You part. know what I'm saying? <laughs> that part. <laughs> Appreciate you again, Jarmel, man. Really, it was a really good time, man. No man. doubt, man. I appreciate y'all too. Blessings to be uh, be here with y'all, man. For real. Nice. Yep. You guys stay safe. You guys stay positive out there. And as always, this is the Gray Space. Peace. Peace.